Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And you guys, we have like a pretty terrifying update for everybody in this episode. It's again, it's a little different than our typical format in which we're talking about a specific location. In this instance, we're going to talk about a specific entity that anybody could potentially run into if they are, you know, messing around with a Ouija board or, or something like that. Unfortunately, we've actually had a run-in. And if you've listened to one of our previous episodes, you might know a little bit about this, what we're going to talk about. But we have a very scary update for everybody. This is your haunted holiday investigating the Zozo Demon, located in a Ouija board near you. All right, so let's get into this entity a little bit. And I think it's important that we give you some backstory. So we were inspired to do this because we had a, a pretty scary thing happen just recently. But we also have some other history that I want to give you all some background on. So yeah, we have, a, you know, a weird thing that just occurred that we'll get into here a little bit later in the episode. But also, we were very much inspired by our nieces. They put together a podcast themselves. They're 11 and 12 years old, and they did it on the Zozo Demon, kind of based on our story. And they did a really cute show. If you want to check it out and you're interested, it's called Behind the Myth. It's exclusively on Spotify. You can just look up Behind the Myth Zozo, and you will find our nieces on that talking about the Zozo Demon. So kind of a kid version if you're interested in listening to that. But we're going to give you the full breakdown of how scary this demon is. It was so cute to listen to. I got to say, I thoroughly it enjoyed it. <laughs> and as soon as I heard it, I thought, you know, we do have a recent update that literally just happened within the last couple weeks. And so I thought, we, we need to do our own episode on uh, this Zozo character ourselves. Right. We had another episode planned. And so that'll wait another couple of weeks for the next the next one. But I think this will be kind of an, an interesting update and an interesting kind of scary story for everybody. Definitely. I am. I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit shook by by it all. And I was even a little bit scared researching this episode. Like I was spooked last night. I had a hard time falling asleep because I kept <laughs> thinking about it. Matt, my fiance, was like, as I was researching the episode, he's like, how do we summon this thing? I think we need to do our real research and try to summon it. And I go, absolutely not. We are not he did not. That. He did not say that. He did. And I no. like, got super serious. It was like, we are not doing any such thing. I think this it's seems possible very, this is real. <laughs> this seems very out of character for Matt to say something like this. The thing That's is, funny. Matt's a bit of a skeptic. So the idea of him summoning something is not that big of a deal to him. Whereas for me, I feel like we've had something actually occur here. And so let's go back and give you guys some background. So our longtime listeners may be familiar with our Velisca Axe Murder House episode. If you have not listened to that episode, I highly suggest that you go back and you re-listen to that either before you continue this episode or at the end of this, because this is kind of the origin of how we even 
learned what this was. So we had big, exciting plans to go to visit the Velisca Axe Murder House. And I was going to add, we've got two different episodes out there about the Velisca Axe Murder House. The first one is prior to us actually visiting. The second one is actually about our visit, and it includes our experience that we're going to get into today. So go back and listen to that episode if you're interested. Yes. Give you the very, full story. Yes. And and so essentially what happened at the Velisca Axe Murder House, just very quickly here, is it is really like an unsolved mystery. It's one of like the largest unsolved mysteries of our time. An entire family was murdered in their home via an axe in the early 1900s. Pretty horrifying. This included children, uh, adults. I think it was eight people total that were found axed to death in this home in Villisca, Iowa. It has never been solved. There's a lot of theories out there about what happened. Um, but this home today you can now go to and you can stay overnight and you can do your investigation. And we did experience a lot of, you know, pretty interesting things, actually, in terms of, you know, some of our EMF meters going off and stuff like that. So you can hear all the details about that. But before this trip, we were very excited about it. And we came up with the brilliant idea of let's go get a Ouija board and bring it to the Velisca Axe murder house. And we can try to figure out like who did it. Like if we can reach the spirits of somebody who is still there that was murdered by this person or even the murderer himself, because the murderer is supposed to still be haunting that attic room then maybe we can get some answers. Obviously, it wouldn't be definitive. It wouldn't be something that would hold up in the court of law like the Ouija board told us so-and-so did it. But we thought maybe we could get some interesting insights into that. Absolutely. So I went to Amazon and I ordered this Ouija board to my regrets, honestly, like very creepy. I, I won't play with a Ouija board again after this. No, I'm done with a, with a Ouija board. So we're there and what starts happening at first is the Ouija board is responding how you would typically expect it to. If you have used one before and you've received any sort of response, you're getting answers to your questions. There wasn't anything like super specific, I don't believe at first, but I, you know, I think it referenced you know, like train and stuff like that. And there happens to be a train nearby. So like we were getting some responses, which was exciting, but we weren't getting any real information that we really wanted to get regarding, you know, who the murderer was. And then a little bit later into the night after playing with this Ouija board, and I, I believe we were in the attic room where the killer was hiding, waiting for them to go to sleep. That's what they believe. Um, doing the Ouija board in there. And suddenly the planchard that um, is used to kind of highlight the numbers that you put your fingers on um, starts going from the letter Z to O, Z to O, over and over and over again. And we did not really understand what was happening at this point. Exactly. It was going in like a rainbow shape. Um, for those watching the podcast on YouTube... It was just going back and forth, back and forth. And we couldn't get it to do anything else. It no longer responded to anything that we had to ask. No. At all. It just continuously 
went through those those motions and that's all it did we you know kind of took a break from it for a little while like what is this i remember several of us were were pretty freaked out like what what is this that's a, that's going on and i think we picked it up later in the night trying to get it going again trying to get some sort of um response and we're still continuing to get that kind of rainbow motion between the letters z and o so we put the ouija board away continued our investigation didn't think a whole lot about it um after the fact you know did our episode talked about it and then a few days later, I don't know exactly how long, but it was pretty soon after uh, we went to the Velisca Axe Murder House, I had a show going on in the background and it was one of those Osborne shows where they were like, um, you know, trying to get the the parents to say like, what, how would you rank this on the Oogie Boogie scale or something like that, right? And Jack Osborne starts talking about a demon that haunts Ouija boards called Zozo and that it will continuously spell out the name Z-O-Z-O in a rainbow-like pattern over and over. I was actually in the kitchen making myself something to eat when I heard this being talked about in the other room. I immediately ran over and was like, wait, rewind this. That is exactly what happened to us. I have chills talking about it Me too. right now because it is so creepy the fact that we never even knew what that was we did a no whole clue. episode on it talked about it and then find out that this is like a thing that is a global phenomenon Lindsay this is something that has been reported for over 200 years Really? I didn't realize it had been going on this long. I, What's really creepy and gives me the chills is that it happened. And in fact, we were saying, it keeps saying OZ, OZ. You know, we didn't even put the Zozo thing together. We had no idea what it was and how it just took over the board. And we eventually just kind of gave up because there was no responses coming in. And none of us knew about this. None of us faked that. Like, that is what really creeps me out. And I am also, I believe in ghosts. I believe in that kind of stuff. I am also a skeptic, okay? I think there's a lot of things that are explainable in this world. A lot of times when we hear something or, you know, we have an experience that, you know, we want to attribute to a spirit and I think it's a ghost or, but it turns out it's something explainable. And I really think that happens all the time, right? So I'm skeptical. I think I'm healthily skeptical. This is one of those things that I cannot explain. And it is so bizarre to me that this is an actual thing that occurs. I, I'm shocked. And when you told me this story, when you saw this show and you called and told me about it, I remember just being totally stunned and freaked out. Totally freaked out. And believe it or not, guys, it gets scarier uh, than just that. Uh, we do have a couple things that have happened recently. A couple things that happened not that long after that we're going to talk about in the next segment of the show. But before we get to that, I do want to talk a little bit more about who do we think this demon is? What do we think they do to people? And just give you a little bit of the background. So like I said, there have been reports of this Zozo demon and things written about it up until a little over 200 years ago. And these are things 
that are shared globally, especially today in the internet age where people can go online and share their stories of things that they experience. People are shocked to see that they're not the only ones that had this happen. Exactly like what happened to me and you, Lindsay. We're not the only ones that went online or saw something on TV after the fact and just was shocked to see other people are experiencing this. And the, the most famous case where this became actually much more known was in 2009. There was a man named Darren Evans, and he went to a Reddit forum to share his experience with Zozo and told a very similar story than we did that, you know, the session actually started out pretty normal. He was getting responses and suddenly the planchard started going back and forth from Z to O in a rainbow pattern over and over again. Now, where this story differs a little bit, we only got that response. We weren't really getting anything after the fact. And this is common across the board in um, these particular encounters is a lot of times it will go from that activity to spewing out curse words and spelling those on the board, like blasphemy stuff. It will also sometimes threaten people as well as their families and in this case it did threaten him it said i'm gonna take family to paradise to this guy Ugh. he asked where is paradise and it spelled out h-e-l-l -L for oh, hell that is terrifying so scary so scary so as he's having this ouija board session his partner is actually bathing their daughter. He steps away shortly after this is said, and his daughter is drowning in the bathtub, okay? So he pulls her out of the bathtub, saves her life, essentially. She almost drowned. I was going to say, you better not say she died. No, she did not. Oh, geez, okay. Shortly after this happened though within days she developed some sort of serious infection i believe it impacted her eyesight she had to go to the hospital she almost died from that infection so there were potentially it could have been a coincidence but this demon essentially threatened his family and then almost immediately afterwards his family is seeing impacts to the point where they are even being hospitalized. Now, he's not the only one that have experienced something like this. In fact, other people said, you know, the day after they had these experiences, they got hit by a car. They've been in car accidents. They've had just kind of tragic, um, bad luck kind of things. Now, some of the other things that people feel is, I talked about the bad luck that tends to happen. I don't believe there's any reported cases of a person dying as a result of Zozo. But Lindsay, why, this might be a good opportunity to talk about one of the things that happened to us shortly after. And I, you know, I think at first I didn't really attribute it to this particular encounter, but thinking back on it, it coincided so closely that mm -hmm. I think that it's very possible that it might be related. Of course, I hope it's coincidental. I hope it's not related to this, but it's definitely something that's been in the back of my mind for quite some time. 
Yeah, I agree. And I'm hesitant to even talk about this because I don't know that it can be attributed to this particular situation. It could have just been a complete coincidence and it probably was. So let me be clear about that. I think it probably is just a coincidence. However, this is a situation that was really sad that occurred about, I would say like the following weekend after our Zozo experience. Cause I was, I was actually up in Omaha visiting. This was during like the height of COVID. I live in Atlanta. And so I was bored out of my mind. I packed up my car. I drove up there with my dog, Brandy. And during that time, we stayed in the Velisca Axe murder house. We did that. <clears throat> my dog was, you know, she was adopted. So we didn't know exactly how old she was, but we thought about five. So she was fairly young, very healthy, had the zooms, very energetic, extremely healthy, energetic, happy Great dog. dog. Yes. So probably it would have been the following weekend after it was about two in the morning. Um, we had had like a birthday party for or maybe it was like, I'm trying to remember, it was some sort of like a little party that we had everyone there at the pool outside. The dog is doing great. But two in the morning, I could tell before I went to bed, she wasn't feeling great. And I, th I just thought maybe she was tired. Two in the morning, she gets very ill. And to kind of make a long story short of this, I could tell she was breathing heavily. Uh, I could tell her breathing wasn't normal. So I threw her in the car and we took, took her to the emergency vet right away where um, she almost died right there. I, we did everything we could to save this dog's life. And unfortunately, I had to put her down. We still don't totally know what happened. We think maybe some sort of chemical she got into, but we, we couldn't find anything that she would have gotten into. We really have no answers. And truthfully, I had already spent so much money trying to save this dog's life because she was young, healthy, and I felt like it was worth the effort. And so realistically, um, I'm not about to do an autopsy as well on top of this, right? And at this time, keep in mind, we hadn't heard about Zozo. We had just done our Velisca axe murder thing, had a great time, didn't know about this potential demon haunting, right? So didn't even piece that together at all for me. I was just like, you know, this is a whole nother incident completely separate from anything else, right? It's just a freak occurrence that occurred. Yeah, like I, I, I wonder. And when we found out about this, this I even hate to say the name Zozo, but like when I, when we found out that we potentially had an encounter with this, that popped into my mind. And you know, I didn't even say anything to anyone about the potential for that because honestly, the potential for it being the fact that we were playing with a Ouija board, being at all associated with that dog's death, and she was such a great dog. It was so sad. Is horrifying to me. I hesitate to say that it is related. Like I said, disclaimer, I don't think it is. I'm like 50, over 50% sure it's not related. It's a weird coincidence, but it is a weird coincidence. And it is kind of freaky um, now learning about. Yeah, I'm, what I don't, I don't with. know if it's related or not. I, I think it's possible that it, that it was and my head went there as well. As soon as we found out what was going on, um, especially after, you know, some of the other things that make me a look, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I'm kind of erring on the side of, I kind of believe that this thing might be real, right? So we talked about what we experienced and 
I don't know if there's been any other reported animal deaths as a result, but it, it certainly sounds like it is causing car accidents, people having accidents on a regular basis. And so this certainly seems to be something that would be in line with the stories that, that I read out there. So, I'm Which is so freaky. You know, like, I haven't researched it really at all. I watched, like, one episode of a show with, like, Zach Osborne or whatever about this. And otherwise, I haven't heard these stories about that. So you saying that people have had accidents and things have occurred, or ugh, it's quite scary. Everyone, I think, stay away from the Ouija boards. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, don't risk it. I agree. And we're, by the way, people that would play Ouija board all the time as kids and teenagers. We played all the time, never ran into anything like this. I, I always thought when people would say, don't play Ouija board, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Nothing's going to happen. Right. Now I right. actually will not do it again. On top of bad luck, the other things that can happen to people after this is sometimes people feel like they have a sense of anger afterwards. It might change their mood. They might be more fearful because they're thinking about this, as well as sometimes it can like egg on depression. And it also can cause headaches, sleepwalking, and sometimes people get strange bruises that they can't explain on their bodies afterwards. Very creepy. Super creepy. The other thing I would say that I heard about this is talking about depression. Sometimes this particular demon, it will target people that may already have a sense of a depression because it's kind of feeding into that. It thinks it may be able to have you know, a bigger impact. I think that's kind of in line with any sort of demonic or, or negative spirit. They're going to feed into that depression, into that anger, as well as into the fear. And I think that's kind of a big one, right? Um, that um, we'll talk about a little bit later what to do if you experience this. Um, but I think one of the big ones is try to not be so fearful because it is going to feed off of that. And the more fearful you are, the more activity you're potentially going to see as a result of this. That reminds me a ton of The Hat Man. And if, and that's another episode, we don't do a whole lot of episodes like this where we're talking about a specific entity. Usually we're talking about a location, but these are interesting. And if you go back, you can listen to our Hat Man episode. It's very similar where it kind of feeds off of that negative energy. So who do we think this demonic entity is? So this, the first account where Zozo was ever written down in any sort of forum was back in the very early 1800s. It was seen in the demonic encyclopedia called Le Dictionnaire Infermal. Okay. And in this book, there is a story about a young girl who was possessed, contorting her body all over the place, like walking in weird ways. They needed to complete an exorcism on her. She said that the demons were forcing her to move in these ways. And according to this book, she was possessed by three evil spirits. The first one was Mimi, Capulet, and Zozo. So that is the first account going back to the 1800s. And since then, you'll see 
this particular entity highlighted in uh, a number of things online and different books, that kind of thing. They believe that the name could be derived from the Mesopotamian god Pazuzu, who is the ruler of demons. Now, there's a lot of different theories out there. Like, is Zozo one particular demon that's actually, you know, going around to the different Ouija boards and impacting them? Or could it be a group of kind of mean-spirited ghosts or spirits that know that that is something that strikes fear into people? And so they are kind of copying that motion to, like, freak people out. Hard I don't to know. Say. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very hard to say. Now, there are a lot of skeptics out there regarding Ouija boards in general. I will say I certainly was one of them. They say like your brain can do a lot of really powerful things. There was an experiment years ago, I think in the 70s, called like the Philip experiment, where these scientists literally like created a fake name and they told these people, we're giving you a Ouija board. We want you to do a seance and we want you to summon Philip, you know, whatever his last name was, made up name. And these people summoned who they thought was this character, and they said they experienced all kinds of activity. And for the scientists, they're like debunked. They are able to, you know, bring up anybody through this Ouija board that, you know, we give them a name, even if they never even existed. But another theory out there for those people would be, what if it is just a spirit coming through like, yeah, I'm Philip, just to mess with people, right? Like, I feel like there's people that would do that. And spirits are just people that are on the other side, right? Well, so like, unless they're a demon. Unless they're a demon. Then, of course, that would be like a non-human entity, right? So it could just be like a playful spirit. It could be a mental thing to the skeptic side, right? Or it could be, you know hard to say could be a demon right coming personally mess with it. my theory is honestly that it's a mixture of both okay i think it's i think a lot of times it probably is a mental thing we have had some weird responses on ouija boards i mean because like lisa said in the beginning like growing up we used ouija boards all the time we never even really worried about it let's be real right um, but we also never asked scary questions that we didn't want answers to. We were careful about that. And so I think it's a mixture. I think a lot of it is uh, in our heads, people pushing the board, people faking. I think a lot of it is is that. So I'm, I'm healthily skeptical. But I have to say, the, the thing going back and forth from Zio to Zio and not even knowing that this is a phenomena, it kind of... It puts me over the edge to say, this is real. There, There is some truth to it. Not to say everyone's experience is real. That one was. And I, I'm convinced. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. 
From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part. My services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the travel agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact your haunted holiday travel agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So let's talk about what happened to us recently. We talked about our experience, initial experience in the Velisca Axe murder house. We talked about Lindsay's dog, Brandy. So sad that may have been impacted by this. We're really not sure. But there's something else that happened that is extremely creepy. So after our trip to Velisca Axe murder house, which had, this must have been a couple years ago now, right? It was in 2020. It was, yep. right. And you actually threw away the board before you left town, right? So you were there for several weeks and had made a decision, I'm going to throw this Ouija board away. I threw it away. I'm almost certain, okay? And maybe my memory is off. Okay, so I will put that out there. There is a small chance that my memory is misremembering, but I was actually getting back to our mom's house from Velisca Axe Murder House. I was unpacking the stuff out of my trunk I'm holding the Ouija board. I'm like, what should I do with this? I thought, I'm throwing this away. I walked to the trash can on the side of her house, threw it away. As far as I'm aware, I never brought the Ouija board in the house after this trip. I literally threw it away right after because I was kind of freaked out by the whole thing at Velisca. And I was like, we don't need this. Let me just toss it now. So it happened almost immediately, literally the day after we got back. Right. And then how did we find it? again you know that's a good question um, because i think what happened if i go back because it's been a couple years the in my mom's basement there is a closet where she puts all of the board games like monopoly you know when we had a ouija board as kids that would go in the closet right and our friend um has two kids and when they come over for you know an event like a fourth of july party for example her kids want to go play in the basement and do ghost hunting. They're very into the podcast, so they like to do the ghost hunting aspect. And I think during that time is when we ran across that Ouija board. And I remember you being like stunned, like, wait, yeah, I threw this in the trash. There's yes. no way that this is still in this closet. And we had an old Ouija board that we were using when we were kids, but we had lost the little cursor thing, you know, that moves around on top of it. And so I was like, well, maybe it's the old one, you know, that is, isn't complete and we can't even really use. And then we opened it up and sure enough, it was like the new one that I had bought on Amazon. I'm fairly sure I it had all the pieces. And so I, I remember being shocked and saying, I swear I threw this thing out and not and to never brought it in the house. The old Ouija board that could have been down there was probably over 20 years old. And that box yes. was like tore up. Like, I mean, it had yeah. aged over time. 
This Ouija board that we found in our mother's basement after it was thrown away was brand new, just like the one that Lindsay had gotten for our uh, ghost hunt at Velisca. So I have no doubt in my mind that that was the same Ouija board. It probably was. I mean, the one thing that I think maybe I'm misremembering throwing it away. I, I swear I threw it away, though. Like, I remember looking at it pulling it out of the trunk of my car, looking at it, going, ah, let me toss this thing. Now, after we find this Ouija board, these little kids, of course, are like, let's play Ouija board. I'm hesitant to do this. Like, uh, yes. if you guys really want to, let's see what happens. We're, and- we're like terrible examples. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some funny experiences, by the way, for everyone in my parents' house. Like, we were sitting upstairs and these kids, you know, I think my mom's house is haunted. I think there's something going on there. I don't know. Um, but we're sitting upstairs and we had an EMF detector. <laughs> and we were like, is there anyone here with us? So it's me, Lisa, my niece, uh, nephew, our friend Megan, her two kids. And uh, this EMF goes off, you know, and we're, we haven't moved it. We're not touching it. It just starts beeping. <laughs> Every single kid just jumps up and runs out of the room except for the little little Megan's little son at the time and he was he couldn't keep up with them and he was panicked like and the three of us just sat there laughing we were like well maybe there's a ghost here <laughs> I mean it was an ordeal they didn't just get up and they run. ditched they, us they screamed at the highest pitch you could ever hear getting out of there so needless to say they liked they to go to ghost hunting at yeah. my mom's house because I mean I think there might be something there I don't know you know Maybe. some weird things have come up like on EMFs and and stuff like that for sure now we start to play with this Ouija board just kind of trying to like keep the kids busy and immediately this thing starts to spell out Z-O-Z-O again and so we were like nope stop we're not doing this right now <laughs> yeah like scary Stop the board, goodbye, you know, move the the thing to that. And we kind of shut it down right away. And I think there's maybe been one or two other times where those kids go get that Ouija board and they really want to play it. And it immediately has done that. I think we've tried it a, a couple times and we have to basically say, no, we're, we're shutting this it's down. It's almost like that Ouija board doesn't work anymore. All it does is spell Zozo. Right, exactly. Which is really, really scary. Especially since there's like little kids controlling it that like don't they? Sh- I mean, they're not. Yeah, that's why that. we're like we shut that down. These kids can't be doing that. Like, no, it, it's over. No more Ouija board for anybody. No, exactly. Especially that one for sure not. So we had kind of been debating for a while. What do we do with this Ouija board? And and meanwhile, it's just been sitting in my mom's basement for the last you know couple of years since this has happened. And my mom told us over Thanksgiving, we were at Lindsay's house and she said, oh, I I threw that away the other day. I was cleaning out, you know, the old closet, saw it. I threw it in the trash. She literally said to me, I threw it away. I don't want that that in my house anymore. I think it's possessed. You know, she knows the whole story behind this, right? She's like, I want it out. I don't want that thing in there. I threw it away. Yes. And I remember her saying something very similar over Thanksgiving. So we go to our other sister's house over Christmas and I hear my mom saying something to Lindsay like, 
you know, about that Ouija board being in her basement. And I go, wait a second. I thought that you threw that away. You told me about that over Thanksgiving. And she goes, you are not going to believe this. That thing is back in my basement. I mean, it's terrifying. I have to laugh about it because it's, it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I think there's got to be a missed memory in here somewhere. Right. That's where my mind's going. Like, there's got to be no. an explanation for this. There has to be. No, I, I believe she threw it away. I, I really do. I believe she did, too. I There has to be an explanation, though. I, I mean, maybe it's another one that somebody bought. Who you know another Ouija board in that house? I know I didn't. I'm having a hard time believing it. I mean, it's just so wild. This is why I'm having a hard time. I mean, Lisa and I, for all of our listeners... You know, we go to these places and, you know, hauntings are what we call like whale watching. You hardly ever run across anything. If this thing floated out of the trash and made its way back down to the basement or just appeared, that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. I know. Like, what is the physics of this? How is it getting out? I want to know. I need to understand. It's, <laughs> it's totally unexplainable, but but I also so feel like there's stories not that dissimilar, right? With other haunted objects, people have had in the past where they throw it in the trash or try to get rid of it and it just keeps showing back up. I know um, the guy who does my hair regularly that I, I've had do my hair for years, he had something similar happen with a doll when he was a child where he threw it away and it just kept showing back up in his closet and so like something like this with a, with a haunted object i don't think is like that i mean it's it's got to be uncommon i should say <laughs> i'm this sure is happening it is all the time yeah everywhere everywhere this is happening no yeah. I, i'm sure it's uncommon but like it's not unheard of right like yeah. this there are reports of this happening so we're not the only people that this is is happening to and we got to figure out as well, what we should do with this Ouija board now. Like, I am shocked that it has come back now a second time. So I, I'm not sure, right? I, Matt recommended, why don't you burn it? And I said, oh no, absolutely not. And he just kind of laughed, like, why couldn't you burn it? And I'm like, because that might release the demon and we don't want that. We want it to be at least like contained, right? Uh, another suggestion was brought to bury it. I'm not sure where we should bury it. Another thing I was thinking about, there is a place in town here in Omaha called the Museum of Shadows, and they take donations of cursed objects, a lot of which are like demonic, that kind of thing. They will take things from you because I went there one time and kind of asked them about it. Um, and they said they would take it and they would kind of quarantine and investigate it, I guess. I'm not sure entirely what that entails. Um, and then they'll take it off your hands. So I think that's actually a very good option. I think another potential option is what if we put like one of those AirPods in the box, like, and threw it away and see if we can like GPS track like where this thing is. I would absolutely die if I wake up one day to track it and it's like, it's there. It's in your home. <laughs> you know? we, I mean, if we do something like that, the other thing is no matter what we do with it, 
if we bury it, if we give it away, you know, donate it to that museum. I think we need to mark it with a Sharpie. Yeah. So that way we can confirm this is the same board rather than somebody bought another one and we just didn't know there were multiple in the house. Like we need to be able to start ruling these things out. Yeah, we've got to mark it. That's a must for all of the options minus burn. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I agree. I think that's a good point is, uh, is mark it somehow with something. But um, on Spotify now, they have a way to do polls. We've done this a handful of times with our other episodes and have gotten some responses. Like one of them was like, do you think there's any truth to the bunny man? I think the answers to that were like a 50-50 split for that episode. Um, for this episode, we're going to post a poll on Spotify. It's typically open for for a week. So I would recommend regardless of, you know, where you're listening to this episode, if you want to provide your thoughts on this, go to Spotify, pull up the episode and vote on that poll in terms of what you think we should do with it. Should we burn it, bury it, donate it, um, try to track it somehow, maybe run an experiment of some kind on this uh, possessed Ouija board? Let us know. And if you're if you're on YouTube, feel free to Put your thoughts in the comment section. Let us know what we should do with it um, there. Also, of course, feel free to send us an email at yourhauntedholiday at gmail.com if you have any other ideas or have run into anything similar like this happening to you. Because I got to say, like, I am truly, like, freaked out by this. Like, the first time it happened, I thought maybe Lindsay just forgot and didn't like her memory's not serving her, you know, correctly. But the fact now that it's happened two times has really got me like freaked out by this Ouija board. So I don't actually want to mess with it too much, to be honest with you. Like I just want to figure out a way to get it gone. I I'm leaning towards donating it to that museum since they, they do that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. It'd be really interesting if they researched it and they had the same outcome with the board spelling it out right oh my god and it wasn't even us right yeah very very interesting well i hope everyone enjoyed this episode about the zozo demon it is terrifying this is one of the scarier ones because we actually have a real experience with it and i can i can tell you it actually happened very bizarre if you're enjoying the show Make sure to follow us on social media and tell your friends and family. Spread the word about your haunted holiday. Everyone, vote in our poll and have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody.